When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, August 26th, 2023. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello. How you doing, Andy? Are you well? I am hanging. Good. Hanging. I've been doing a lot more exercise recently, right? So I cannot drink at the same rate or level. Because I'm not taking in as many calories and I'm burning loads of them off. And I didn't really factor that in. So, yeah, I'm su- I'm suffering. Slightly. Well, I mean, suffering is a good way to talk about some of the things that happened on last week's podcast. So I'm excited to do that. That is true indeed. We had um, co-host Jerome Else with us last week. But uh, that was a one week only. We are back with Mr. Dave Greenfield. How are you doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad, thanks. A bit better than Gorda tonight, I assume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was all right for you, shelling, shelling five past us. That was, that was nice. Um, yeah, we can't defend. It's, I felt like Andy watching it, talking about Dundee United not being able to defend, like, crosses. <laughs> we just kept conceding the same goal at the back post. Yeah. The first three goals were, like, unmarked back post headers. You think after two, they're like, just put a man in the back post. Nope, just let him in, let him in for another wee header. But yeah, so that was three, that is, was the ma- three is the magic number. <laughs> it reminds me, do you remember the film My Cousin Vinny, where he's like, he's failed, he failed his bar exam like the first couple, few times, and the guy's like, three, three was the magic number, six, six was the magic number. Yeah, well, five was for Villa. So as I was saying <laughs> to Dave, I hope they're putting out some kind of fan team or like, I don't know, they're under nines or something. Uh, to fit for fairness in the second half in the second leg but yeah brutal, they took us it? apart absolutely brutal but hey at least you're there and you're playing in European competition that's that's pretty cool and good for Dave because they essentially have a bye <laughs> yes <laughs> right let's have a quick recap of last week's picks obviously Dave they weren't your picks um, so we will just run through quickly uh, how Jerome got on and how we got on I took Copenhagen again as my banker uh, away at Villa. They won 2-0 at odds of 1-2. So you got an early payout after 76 minutes and it was a very comfortable banker win. Also because of we backed the 12-fold and I put them on uh, Andy Gordo Guest. Uh, chronologically, this was the first game with a little green tick beside it, which is always really nice as well. Just game yeah, one of 12. Friday night. Tick, Friday night. Um, yeah, my banker came in as well. Uh, this was Almeria versus Real Madrid. Didn't start out great with Almeria scoring uh, a minute in uh, to take a one nil lead, but um, Real Madrid looked quite good this season uh, and and won this game three one. Two goals from Mister Bellingham. Um, maybe Birmingham were right to retire the number. When a t- when your team goes one nil down in the first minute, you know at least you have eighty nine minutes. To make yeah. that up, like you have the maximum amount of time to come back. So, yeah, good pick, G man. 
Two five you, price to that as well. So that was pretty good. You know who also scored two goals on Saturday? Who? Kevin. His little brother who plays for uh, Sunderland. Job Bellingham. Did he? Did he? Oh, really? He, he, yeah, he's gone from. He, he was at the Blues, but he's gone to Sunderland, and he uh, he scored two for Sunderland, and then obviously they kicked off at three o'clock, and then. Real Madrid played the night and then Jude went and scored twice as well. It's like I, I, I don't know why my I don't know why my initial guess was Kevin Lasagna. <laughs> like if you if, if you ask any football related trivia question, do you know who it is Kevin Lasagna? Is it Dave? Like, not this time. So Jerome's banker did not come in. Uh, so the banker treble failed, which was unfortunate. Uh, because um, we always want to be hitting the banker treble. That's sort of uh, we've been a really consistent with it as well. We've so been really that's... consistent with it. So unfortunate, but we move on. On to the value picks. Then my value pick did not come in this week. Uh, I've been backing Norgeland pretty consistently. They've won their opening four games, so I've had very good results from them. They they weren't <laughs> it wasn't going to keep happening forever, but I was going to ride the train until it stopped, um, and it stopped away at Silkeborg, where they lost two 0 on Sunday so no value for me value for me uh, this was uh, Udinese versus Juventus uh, former home of Kevin Lozania Udinese um, the Juventus had taken away from home here to win this game they were 3-0 up at half time <laughs> don't get much more in uh, yeah, than that uh, unfortunately this game was like Sunday night at 8pm so uh, everything that could have died had died by then. <laughs> so really, it was just a, a a personal victory there. But yeah, so Juventus won that game. Jerome's value didn't come in either. So myself and Jerome letting down the value picks this week. He'd taken Charlton at home to Port Vale and they lost uh, what looked like a pretty good game. They lost they lost 3-2. So no joy on the value picks. On to the outsiders. Uh, I quite fancied Randers away at Lingby because they were priced up at a big 9-4. to It was a close game. It finished 1-0 to Lingby. Uh, so no outsider for me this week. Gordo, how'd you get on outsider-wise? Empoli-Verona. I'd taken it as a draw. It was a 1-0 away win for Verona there. I think I was pretty damn close at this. It was a 75th minute goal that got them their, their, their only uh, goal of the game. And uh, yeah, pretty pretty close possession. Same same goal attempts, same shots and goal, same shots off goal, same blocked shots like throughout the game. Um, Verona's XG was was markedly worse, almost twice as bad as uh, Empoli's. But yeah, no no outsider for me, and no outsider for Jerome either, who took a big price uh, on Cardiff away at Leicester, and they lost two one. I know Dave, you like Leicester. In fact, you like Leicester specifically both teams to score and Leicester to win. So, well done. I did. They aren't playing great football, Leicester, but they're winning games while they're not playing great football. And the the lad who came on and scored the winner for Leicester, he's on loan from uh, Chelsea, I believe. I think he played Italian, played in the under-18 World Cup. I think he won Golden Boot. Best player of the tournament. Italy won the tournament, I think. So it seems like he might be Pretty decent. What to watch. Had himself a day. <laughs> On to the charity bets. And we, we hit a couple of them very recently. Uh, didn't hit last week, so I was looking looking to hit uh, this one. My charity pick came good. Pretty good odds. 6-5 to five for Queen's Park away at our broth. Only fixture in the Scottish Championship. And they duly won 1-0. 
This was followed up with Jerome getting his charity pick in. A very good price, 6-4 to four for MK Dons away at Colchester. And they won the game 3-2, although that winning goal came in the 101st minute. So, uh, 2 out of 2 for us, which meant it all rested on Gordon again. Yep. Sunday, half past four, Cal Mar versus Hammerby. Really fancied Hammerby here. No, no. Um, you look at the game, they got into it the second half. Like, it, it seems pretty dismal game of football that, that has taken place with an XG of 0.12 versus 0.56. Um, these are this is not a game that anyone would really have enjoyed, but Hammerdy did have the best of it. Six goal attempts, two on goal, four off goal. Like they were they 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 had more of the they'd less of the possession, but they were catching them on the counter. But that was all in the second half. Seen the first half. Like if you look at the first half expected goals was 0.05. Like they, they didn't even do anything. Over, I don't know how they no. over a 45 minute period, like that's not even a cross that went through at the goalie. That's somebody thinking about a shot and playing like a pass instead. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah it's crap and it was crap because Jerome's one had come in at a really good price as well um, even though it was late so we're about 130 quid we were waiting on this for so 140 fucking, fucking shite and I'll be back in it this week but oh. um, yeah we just haven't lined these up well because my, my value rolled in failed in but we yeah. didn't need it because Jerome and I had failed but on this one Jerome and I were in and, and you didn't so we didn't yeah. we didn't sync up very well although we hit quite a lot of the picks across uh, last week's show so Work to be done um, for this week's show. Uh, we're about to head to the mid section for the Patreons. So, of course, we operate a Patreon channel, www.tramplebet.com. And you can you can find us there. You can find the Patreon link, the sign up, um, where you get the mid section. So, picks that didn't make the show, well, everyone else listening to the podcast uh, gets an advert. Uh, you also get the cheat sheet, all the picks written down every week. Um, easy to pull up on your phone so you don't have to take notes or try and remember anything. You also get the podcast released as a video as soon as we finish filming it and various different other um, special edition shows throughout the season where we think we've got something good to say. Uh like to welcome our new patrons, Thomas, Connor, Edward, Debbie, Tom. Welcome. Thank you very much. We're, we're, we're growing on the Patreon channel and it's just great to see. So it's really, really appreciated. Okie doke, we'll be back soon with next week's picks. Um, yeah, time for a break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, August 26th. 2023 banker value outsider and a charity pick from myself gordon and dave end up with 12 picks overall one day we'll hit the 12 out of 12 but we will start as always with the banker picks and no surprise for guessing what i'm doing here i'm just going to keep backing copenhagen because they just keep winning 
Um, they're last season's champions. They've got off to a perfect start this campaign. They've won all five of their league games so far and have a maximum of 15 points. Last week, they beat Villa 2-0. And yesterday, they overcame Polish side Rakov 1-0 away from home in Champions League qualification. So they just keep winning games. They're on a 10-game unbeaten run. They've won eight of them in, in 90 minutes. Uh, their opponent, Silkeborg, they've picked up seven points. Scored seven goals, conceded seven goals, just like the number seven uh, across their opening five games. They're all right. They're going to be mid table. Um, but even with the relentless schedule Copenhagen have at the moment, they'll be confident of beating Silkeborg, especially at home. Uh, eight to 13, five to eight for a Copenhagen win. So better than better than one to two. It's, like, it's a huge price for a team that's consistently winning football matches. And I know, Gordo, you said that there should be a big reason for the banker breaching that one to two limit, but I can't see Copenhagen not winning this and you're getting an amazing price on it. You've all set like six in a row. Like That is a big reason. Like see If you're consistently yeah, I, picking them correctly, that's that's a pretty good reason for it. Um, so, FC Cole this weekend. Um. I am at such a familiar location for my banker pick. Uh, I backed them all last season. I will back them all this season if they keep up this form. I'm taking Napoli at home to Sassuolo at one to three. Every bookmaker has the one to three. Um, pretty universal price there. Uh, Napoli started off their season with a three-one win away from uh, away to promoted new boys Frozenoni. Um, Frozenoni took the early lead seven minutes in, uh, got a goal, but. By half time, uh, Napoli were two one up and had a goal chopped off already for um, Vardoff as well. So they were um, <laughs> applying quite a lot of pressure. They've done really well against Sassuolo last three times they've played them. Six one four nil two nil has been the score lines they've they, they've in the last couple of games they've played. Sassuolo started the season by losing two nil at home to Atalanta, who are a worse team than Napoli. Plus, Napoli have made some really good signings. One of which is Raspadori, who was playing for um, Sassuolo last season. He's the guy that the Italians have got the big hope of them being a decent striker for them again. He's 23. He's played six seasons in the top flight. So he's been playing since he was 17 as up top. They've kept Aussie men. They've still got Herving Lozano. They've got all these players. They'll be a threat again this season. One to three, a game I expect to be early paid out on. Banker done. Nice. Dave, where are you? What you got? Uh, mine's a Sunday at 7.45pm UK time. And uh, I'm in Turkey. And it's uh, Fenerbahce against uh, Bazaxi here. I'm sure Joey will tell me if I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> um, I like Fenerbahce at 5-11. Um, so Fe- Fenerbahce first. I've got six points from their two games. While Bazaxi are uh, dead last in 20th. They've got no points from their two games. And they haven't scored a goal yet this season. Um, Batchew, they've actually played six competitive games this season. They've played two two-legged ties in the Europa Conference qualifying, uh, where they beat Zimbru 9-0 on Ag in the first round and Maribor 6-1 on uh, aggregate in the second qualifying round. And then they've, they've actually got a game against... Um, they played 20 from Holland um, tomorrow night, which w- will be a tough game for them. I think, but um, the way they're playing in the Turkish league, I, I'd expect them to have still too much, even if they, they get a tough game tomorrow. You know, jacko has got three goals in two games for them. They've just signed Fred from United. Uh, 
Fred again. Under an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Under an hour, Mazda's time from Marseille. Uh, that brought in Ryan Kent and Tadic as well. So, uh, you know, they've got a very good side for uh, the Turkish league, and I don't think they'll have any problems there. Yeah, and that game against 20 is a home game for them, so there's not even travel associated with that. So yeah. Into their hands. Uh, good stuff, Dave. Uh, there are no odds on Bet365 on this game yet, and they're waiting until closer to the weekend. So I can't price up the banker treble, but it'll be a tasty one because just mining Gordon's picks alone gets you over what over even money. And then you add on that. So you'll be looking around two to one, something like that. So great stuff. Great stuff. Okay, on to the value picks then. I am staying in Denmark, but this game is late in the weekend card. Monday at 6 p.m. UK time for Viley versus Bronby. Uh, through five games, Bronby, they're sitting in third place. They've got nine points. Viley are dead last, zero points from five games. Even worse than that, they have lost their last eight games in a row across all competitions. The last five meetings between these two exact sides have been four Bromby wins and one draw. Um, Bromby are, you know, they're, they're they're playing pretty well. They got a good 1-0 victory away at Michelin last time out. They will be expecting to beat Violet comfortably in their even money to do so. And I think that's a tremendous price. Okie dokie. I mean, that, that sounds pretty good for you in there. Uh, trusting you with uh, the Danish boys at the moment. They're there. Monday night, though. Monday night. Imagine it's all waiting on that. 6pm on a Monday. Love it. Great. We have a whole day at work feeling sick and looking at the cash <laughs> out button. Um, so, I am uh, still in the Sierra for me. This is not a Monday game because I'm not an animal. Um, this is uh, Sunday at uh, 5.30, which is already quite a fucking mean time to be taking a pick uh, and this is Fiorentina versus Lecce and I fancy Lecce on the double chance here so you can get Lecce straight up at 5-1 to one. I'm not recommending that I like them at the double chance uh, of 11, uh, 15 to 11 or 11 to 8 depending on which bookmaker you can get them at here there's some weird stuff going on the odds are moving as I'm reading them uh, so uh, the reason I like Lecce here is they've started their um, their campaign really well they beat Lazio 2-1 in the first game of the season. Uh, two late goals as well, scoring like the 88th and 89th minute uh, to beat Lazio here. Fiorentina also started really well, beating Genoa 4-1, who were recently promoted. They were 3-0 up at halftime there as well. The reason I think this might be a problem for Fiorentina this game is that they have to play in rather cruel fixture tomorrow night away at Austria-Vienna. Um, they have to play away at Austria-Vienna, then they play on Sunday night. So there's not much time between these games and it's the middle of a double header in the Conference League. Um, it's early in the season. If they drop points to Lecce here, it's all going to be forgotten, you know, 30 games down the line. Um, Lecce here, they started the season well. I think there's a good chance that we can get uh, some some value out of this and you'll get Lecce here on the double chance, the X2 market at 16 to 15 to 11. Or eleven to eight. Sorry, it's changed again. This is like the because I downloaded the most recent flash score. It's like moved between the the bet vector jump to the top. Like it, it puts the the highest odds to the top. Um, yep. So yeah, eleven to eight at three six five um, uh, for for Lecce to get a result against Fiorentina. That's pretty big. Pretty big. Dave, what you got? Uh, I'm back in my uh, in England. It's uh, League One. It's Saturday three o'clock, and it's Wigan against Barnsley. 
and uh, I like Wigan at five to four. Um, Wigan are nineteenth. They've got two points after four games, but they did start the season with an eight-point deduction. Uh, where Barnsley are fifteenth, they've got four points from their four games. Wigan are the form side in in League One. They're taking ten points from their four games, scored nine. They've only conceded three. Uh, well, Barnsley are 16th. Uh, they've scored 10, conceded seven. Uh, Wigan would, would be top of the league if it wasn't for their uh, points deduction. Um, they've already beat Derby away. The, the smash Bolton away last week. Yeah, I 4-0. see 4-0. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Bolton did have a few players out, but that's still a fantastic result. You know, both of them sides, Derby and Bolton, are fancied. And then they beat Northampton at home and a draw with Carlisle. And then, since, since Barnsley beat Port Vale 7-0 on opening day, uh, they haven't won a game. They've drawn with Bristol Rovers and then they've lost to Oxford and Peterborough. Um, Charlie White's got five goals. He's the league's top scorer for Wigan. Of course, managed by uh, Sean Maloney. Uh, seems to have gone playing really, really good football. And also, Barnsley haven't won away in their last five uh, competitive games. So, yeah, lot, I think we'll... I'll, Happy to stick with Wigan while they're on this sort of run, like I say, playing good football. So sounds good, man. Yeah, Excellent. And, and, yeah. yeah, I like so. a, I like a Sean Maloney managed team here. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was like the Belgian assistant coach for a while as well uh, before he got. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't manage him for like two games. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> we were not very good. <laughs> okay, so that makes the value treble this week a win for Bronby away at Viley. Uh, Lecce or draw in their game against Fiorentina and a win for Wigan at home to Barnsley shakes out in 9.6 to 1 so a tenner on that return you over 100 quid pretty decent on to the outsiders then this is where we look for something the bookies have priced up as an underdog uh, but we think has a reasonable chance of coming in I'm in the Japanese top flight, the J1 League, on Saturday at 11am UK time for Kyoto Sanga versus Avispa Fukuoka. Uh, Fukuoka are 8th in the table, 35 points from 24 games, while Kyoto Sanga are back in 15th place with 26 points from their 24 games. Fukuoka have won the last four meetings of the sides here, and I think they're overpriced as 2-1 to underdogs. Um, they've won their last five away games, in all competitions. They're currently joint top of the league's five-game form table, taking 12 points from their last five matches. Kyoto Sanga managed six points from their last five, so it's so not great. Um, Fukuoka should probably be favourites here. They're 2-1. to one. So, yeah, easy, easy decision for my outsider this week. Nothing stood out as much as this. Yeah, that sounds, sounds pretty good. I, I, I don't know why they're 2-1. to one. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I don't be like, know why they're that high. That, bit, I think that'll come down. Yeah, so. fair enough. Um, I'm glad that you brought that to us at two to one. That's the that's, that's nice of you to do that for us. <laughs> um, so uh, do you know what else is fucking massively overpriced this weekend? Tromso away to Sarpsburg. Um, this was the reason that in the middle section I didn't pick any of the predicted games that I talked about in there, and I went for this one. Um. Tromso are, 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 are fab in this league at the moment. They're right up behind um, both Bodo and Viking for trying to take uh, points off the big boys and, and, and trying to push themselves into their European slots. Their European slots are 
first, second, third Champions Europa Conference. Very clean table there. There's none of these double teams getting anywhere. Um, and Tromso are, are five points clear of Molde, who are just behind them there. Um, they're playing against the Sarpsburg team that can't decide if they're good or bad. Um, this is some of the results. A great 3-0 win away at ODD. A 2-1 loss to Strom Gazette. A 5-1 loss to the team that I back against consistently in this league, Sandefjord. A 2-1 win against Hagesund. And then losing 5-1 to Moldy. So they can't decide if they're they're all right or they're absolutely... There's no draws in here. They just get shelled yeah. or they win the game. There's, there's nothing. But you contrast that with Tromso's last four games. Um, all four wins. Uh, the loss before that was against Rosenberg here. Tromso won the last meeting of the two teams. Uh, 2-1 earlier on in, in this season. Their season started in June. Um, that was the, the, the home fixture. This is the away one. You get Tromso 11-4 here. And it's 11-4 for a team in third. Uh, the team who are second in the form table taking 12 points versus Sarpsburg who have taken six points from the last five and the games that they haven't won they've got fucking dismantled like they've been taken apart so is there, is, are, are, is, is there a home away platoon split there like what's or is it just so random it, it's 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 a bit odd in there in that they're the two weeks so the two losses right so against Stromgesset and Sandford who are both bad came week after week yep. a 2-1 loss away at home and a 5-1 loss at home to Sandford wow okay so no no is the answer there's not they brilliant. got beat 5-1 at home by Moldy so um, their win against ODD last week was actually a little bit out of character here but if you look at the stats in that game as well it was 2-0 for a long time with two um, goals chopped off for ODD in there as well, they scored in the ninetieth, um, at the ninetieth minute to make it three 0 uh, And if you look at the stats in the game as well, Moldy had uh, ODD had a lot of the ball, but just no ex like their expected goals was really low in there. So Sarpsburg were hitting them in the counter. They can't really do that at home. They, they kind of like their home fans are not going to accept you sitting in <laughs> like against this anyway. I think Tromsø are massively overpriced here. Eleven to four for a team banging form against a team who can't decide if they're any good. Give me that all day, Dave. What you got outsider wise? Yeah, also before I give you mine, uh, the Matchbook um, podcast came out this afternoon with their tips, and uh, one of their tips was uh, that like, Tromsø plus half a goal on the Asian handicap. So. Nice. Fucking Joey's been involved with that. I can feel it. Talking about yeah, this plus half a goal. Yeah. I only deal in full goals. Like, <laughs> so you're not you're not the only person that uh, certainly is uh, tipping them for a win. Good, um, good. Yeah. Uh, so mine, I think, will be the last. Uh, it's Sunday at half eight English time, and uh, I'm in Spain in La Liga, and it's uh, Atletico Bilbao against Betis. And uh, I like Real Betis at 16-5. to five. So, Betis uh seventh after their two games. They've got four points. Uh, Bilbao are tenth. They've got um, three points after their two games. Yeah, Betis have already been to Villarreal, uh, picked up a win on opening day, and then they drew with Atletico Madrid at home last week. So, two nice. good results. Uh, yeah, Bilbao lost, lost to Madrid on opening day. There's, there's no shame in that. And then they beat Osasuna 2-0. But um, I like it. Betis are unbeaten in the last three meetings uh, with Bilbao. And uh, the last time the teams met at the uh, Estadio San Juan, uh, Betis 
one nil. Betis also finished higher than them last season. They finished sixth, but both finished eighth. And Betis made some because uh, managed by Manuel Pellegrini, obviously used to manage Man City. Uh, made some great signings. Uh, signed uh, Iosi Perez from Leicester, uh, Hector Bellerin, uh, Isco. Were signed. Yeah. yeah, I mean the only th- uh, they have lost Joaquin, who decided to retire at the end of the season, but he was like <laughs> literally 104. <laughs> so, yeah, he's played like 900 games for Bears at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I generally thought he just had a contract where he just played like literally until he died, like every year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out you go, yeah. son. Yeah, no, he's 42 apparently when he uh, retired. But um, yeah, no, I just just think they're a bit overpriced here. Betis at that when uh, you know they're putting two good good results at the start of the season and the um, history over Bilbao I think yeah they'll do well sounds good nice one big prices so the outsider treble this week should you fancy it um, obviously it's a <laughs> it's big so I, I will be taking it as a Trixie to try and get two of three and still get a return Avispa Fukuoka away at Kyoto Sanga, Tromso away at Sarpsborg, and Betis away at Athletic Bilbao. Translates into 46.5 to 1. So, you know, worth a small wager. On to the charity picks then. Let's try and do one better than last week where we went 2 of 3 and get the full 3 of 3 and donate some money to charity next week. I am in the Scottish Championship, a game I'm going to be at at Somerset Park in Air for Air United versus Dundee United, the Battle of the Uniteds in Scotland. There are only two of us. So, uh, yep. The big United against the small United. Uh, and I'll, I'll let you work out which one's which there. Uh, I think it's a big price for league favourites, Dundee United away at Air, because you're getting them at 8-5. to five. Um, They showed heart in their last league game. They rescued a point against Dunfermline. Right at the death. They won their opening game away at Arbroath, 4-0. I'm optimistic that Dundee United are going to live up to their league favourite status this season. OK, we're only two games into the season, so four points for Dundee United, three points for Ayr. There's not much to go on in the way of form. 8-5 to five is a really big price, though, and getting that for Dundee United against anyone else in the league, it just shouldn't be passed up. It's just, it's just too big. So... I'm going to take Dundee United as my my charity pick this week. No problem. Um, yeah, eight to five is pretty big price in there. Big. Um, I am in a much more tropical and interesting game as a fan uh, to attend. Uh, I think personally, I'd much rather be at Valladolid versus Alcorcon in the Spanish second division here. But 38 degrees, you can buy a beer in the turnstiles. You don't have to go to air. Uh, all good things in here. So, um. Yeah, this is this is the second round of uh, La Liga, uh, the, the second division, um, and you've got Valladolid uh, at home to Alcorcón here. Bit of a shite bag price here in two to three, but pretty much every bookmaker has it the same thing. <coughs> Sorry, uh, it, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to do more irritating fractions that weren't four to six there. That but my brain wasn't what eight to twelve. Did I do did I do it for you? Twelve. Yeah, yeah, it's four to six. Uh, anyway, two to three. So you get um, Valladolid at home here. Uh, they've been they've been okay to to start the season here. Um, they had a, their their first game that they played was a two 0 win against um, Gijon. Uh, Gijon are, had been really good in this division last season. Um, they won that game two 0 uh, 
they had a, a bit of a troubling one against Zaragoza, uh, who are pretty decent. But the way that Valladolid nearly stayed up last season in the top division was by winning all of their home games. And they couldn't have a better opponent for their second home game of the season um, against Al- playing against Alcorcon. Um, Alcorcon have played two games. They've lost them both. They've lost them both to nil and they've conceded six goals total in their first two games they're playing. They have been rubbish. Um, I think Vidal to win this game. There's not really that much more behind it. They just are playing against a team that's worse than this league over the first two games. They're a, a shortish price for a charity, but um, I really don't want to be the guy keep, that keeps killing this. So I thought I'd take a bit of a hit on the on the price here and uh, you know stop fucking around. Hey, pick a winner, you you won't have any complaints. Aye. Sounds good. So I'll be taking Vidalid one uh, X. Uh, <laughs> 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 But no, so that's me. Uh, you get them four to six to, to to win this game. So, Dave, how are you going to round out the podcast and hopefully give us the third of three charity winners? Yeah, I'll take you to a sunny climate as well. It's English League Two. Uh, it's Saturday at three pm. It's Gillingham against Colchester, and uh, I'm going to take Gillingham at six to seven. Um, which. I am very surprised at, to be honest, because I thought there'd be a lot more bankery than this. Because Gillingham are first. They've got 12 points from their four games. They've scored four goals and conceded none. Colchester are rock bottom. They've got no points from their... They've played three games. They've only scored... They've scored three goals and conceded seven. So Gillingham have won every league game this season, 1-0. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> played four games, won them all 1-0. And uh, they, they beat Southampton in the League Cup as well, but that was 3 uh, 1. And then Colchester, obviously, they've lost every game. They've lost their League Cup game. Um, they haven't actually won in the last six competitive games. And they haven't kept a clean sheet in their last seven competitive games either. Because they, um, they've got Crystal Palace goalkeeper, Jerome was telling us last week. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's apparently pish. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Jerome made him sound like the worst <laughs> footballer to ever grace the planet. Yeah, I did hear that, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's certainly obviously going against them at the minute as well. But I just, look, I just, I think six to seven is a great price for a, a team that are top and have won every game against a team that are bottom and have won no games. I think six yeah. to seven is a pretty decent price and happy to throw them in. Superb. So that means a charity treble this week then of Dundee United, Valladolid and Gillingham works out at 6.8 to 1. So £78 going to charity should we uh, be successful with our charity picks this week. And G-Man, it is your turn to back that. Definitely is my turn to back it. Real A real pass across. It's not like a, a two wins pass across there. That's a proper, you know, you deserve to be backing it this week. So <laughs> you're, you're backing it this week. Uh, so yeah, all fun and games. Join the Facebook group, guys. If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook and click the join button. We've got a community in here and 300 folk in there that uh, share tips and picks and what we like from the weekend, in addition to the to the show's picks, obviously. Uh, Bruce March has been doing a great job with his golf picks. Uh, I would heavily recommend having a look at that. Um, he hit Lucas Glover two wins back to back huge prices 80 to 1 price um, and then last week I bracked Brian Harmon as per his write up um, who finished in the top 8 
45 to 1 for it. So I've got my each way price on, on, on 45 to 1. So thank you again, Bruce. Tremendous. Uh, so join the Facebook group. Also, sign up to uh, Patreon if you'd like to give something back to the show and get the cheat sheet. So all the pics written down and the midsection of this show too. Um, I think that's about it, gentlemen. Thank you very much, uh, as usual. I think we've got a good show. Uh, fingers crossed for the weekend ahead. Anything to add before we round this one up? No, I think it's been, uh, as as you said, it's been a, a tight show. You've you've pulled it together, Andy, despite feeling a bit sorry for yourself here. So looking forward to... I was, I was to... feeling a little bit sorry of myself, but it turns out I'm a puma. That's a, that's just a yeah, that's just a callback to the to the midsection. So you don't know what we're talking about unless you you know jokes that don't make sense. There you go. That's just a little in joke for our Patreon members to round to round off this fine podcast. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Best of luck with your weekend bets. Thank you, Gordo. Thank you, Dave. We will see you all next week. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network.